Hi guys, I'm Steph. I'm Jill. And welcome back to Who Closed Last Night, episode two. And thank you so much for the support last week. We had so many of you download and follow and we just love it so much oh my gosh thank you guys so much we really appreciate it honestly i did not expect as many people to download it and listen to it and like in ireland and stuff i know you guys are awesome we are global Uh, like like, (laughs) oh my gosh it was crazy i was shook um so i'm gonna start today because jill started last week and i'm gonna start with a story called not today fry lady okay (laughs) (laughs) okay when i was 18 i was a relief manager at a captain d's now i'm not sure what that is i'm assuming it's a restaurant because Mm -hmm. fry lady whatever probably like a mcdonald's or something yeah in coastal in a coastal city near mobile alabama aside from relief being a euphemism for being of for being relieved of extra pay and staff support i rolled with it pretty well usually the busiest time of year at the captain was lent so like when people Right, because no one's eating oh, red meat fish, or chicken. Yeah. They're only eating fish, yeah. <clears throat> On Friday nights, there would be an endless line out the door and drive through from 5.30 until 11 p.m. when we closed. Picture hundreds of people ordering a ton of mostly fried seafood nonstop for hours. <laughs> On one such Friday night, our perpetual 50-ticket deep nightmare had oh. reduced us to a series. I just picture the kitchen, honestly. No, you can't even our fit all 50s left. <laughs> no. <laughs> A perpetual 50-ticket deep nightmare had reduced us to a series of grunts and a simple commands as we bore the onslaught behind hot fish, hush pups, 2630s, knife, 2630s, fries, fries, fries. In walks the fry lady. Her M.O. was consistent. She'd eat most of her fries and then complain that they weren't hot enough and demand more for free. We'd give her new hot ones on the house. Yes. This process repeated sometimes five to eight times in a row in a single night. How many fries can you eat? How are they still letting that happen? How many fries can you eat? No matter what. I told both the owner and the manager about her before, but they insisted I suck it up. The customer is always right. Mm -mm. Predictably, that that night, fry lady cut in front of the line and complained. I took the next batch directly out of the fryer with tongs and dumped them onto a plate. I was aiming for scar tissue with that batch. No such luck. Fry lady returned. The counter person rolled her eyes as she gave me the bad news. I sighed. That time I raised the basket of fries out of the fryer above the pass through the window, dripping with hot grease so crazy time could clearly see it. (laughs) I put them directly onto a big new plate and sent it out. It was about five orders worth of fries, like sides. The fry lady glared. I glared back, then got back to work. Fifteen minutes later, fry lady was back again. She's just a bottomless pit. Yeah, literally. Backstory. While I was living in the polite self, a total crock of shit, at the time, I was actually born and spent my earlier years in Miami, Florida in the mid-70s and early 80s. I think this is just like the, the fry cook's backstory. Um, then an insane coke-fueled nightmare land of random violence and corruption. What? Oh, Florida. Coke. <laughs> yeah, okay. How did you Miami. know it was Florida? Oh, okay. <laughs> I was also raised in part by my first-generation Sicilian grandfather, okay. who hailed from New Jersey, a child of the Great Depression. As such, when pushed to a certain point, I could be less than... I'm going to say nice, but I don't know what the fuck that word is. <laughs> The M word right there. 
Mag Magnanimous. Yeah. Magnanimous. Yeah, sure. Magnanimous. Thanks. Thank you, Edirinchi. <laughs> Magnanimous. I took my apron off. I pushed through the swinging doors and stared down Fry Lady with the rage of a thousand suns. Seething but composed, I told her in a low voice, I'm not playing this game with you anymore. We don't have time for this shit, lady. I need you and your family to leave now or I'm calling the fucking police and having your ass thrown out in front of all of these people. Understood? It oh was my God. <laughs> literally, I wish I could do that sometimes. I know. It was pure New Jersey, not a hint of my new newly acquired redneck drawl or charm present. Stunned, she shook angrily, but slowly backed away to her table, where they quickly picked up their things and left. I was a bit surprised, actually. I expected her husband and teenage son to protect her honor, as Southern men are inclined to do. They didn't. Is he saying New Jersey Southern? Or are no, they in he's living in the point? South okay. right now, okay. yeah. Several weeks later, that's exactly what we... Oh, Fry Lady called the owner that evening. The next day I walked in, figuring I'd be fired. It was worth it. To his credit, though, the owner said that if she ever came back, we could refuse service, which is wow. great. Yeah. Several weeks later, that's exactly what we did. She came around the corner and like a lightning bolt, my manager was uh -uh. out of the kitchen pointing in her face. No, no, no. <laughs> you leave right now. Right now. Leave now. Get out. I found out later she was pulling the same bullshit at other Captain D's across the city and country. The owner eventually banned her from all five of the ones that he owned. Dude, how many fries can you eat? Literally. Like, Why are you going up five to eight times a night for I get baskets it. and like, baskets I, of fries? I get, like, not having hot fries. Like, I get that. But, like, if they're hot and you still, you just want more, like. Just right. go to a place that has bottomless fries. Literally. Like, <laughs> or and just say, I need more fries. Or like order more fries. And be like, can I pay you like 20 bucks and get bottomless fries? Because the right? restaurant probably would say, sure. Yeah. Thinking Literally. that you get like two baskets, not like seven baskets. <laughs> <laughs> this lady was like, and and they knew they were coming out of the fryer hot. Like they literally gave them to her in hot like this. fryer oil. Like take them out of the bath, out of the fryer. And here you go, and man. And you know how hot they are. Like yes. we know how hot they are. I'm They're like, not dead fries. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know that noise you do when you eat something hot, guys. Come on, and you're like inhaling as you eat, uh, yeah. so that you can like get some cold <laughs> air in your mouth, cool it off while you're chewing. Yeah, so uh, in terms of the worker, the fry cook, I like I would not cut him off because he is like I wish I could do that some to some people sometimes, mm -hmm. like some Karens. But and that the, lady and the customer is not always right. That is not the industry we live in anymore no like, it's not it's not it at all used to be and, and people are mean people are mean now people are so mean and they act entitled and i hate it like you're it's a privilege to come out yeah. and eat and be served not a right no like not. we are not your servants <laughs> they think that we are though apparently like okay, excuse me jeeves you the snap oh my god or like when the way do that excuse across me, the bar the wave, like the yeah. excuse me hi oh. hello I'm like, snap at me. I literally will go to you last. Like yeah. you are the last person I'm taking care of now. I'm like <laughs> triggered when they snap at me. I'm like, ugh, you're rude. Ugh. Anyways, Riley. I thought that was interesting. Um, I would cut her off 100. But the the worker, props to him. Yeah, honestly, props to him and props to the owner for having his for having his back. back yeah, yeah, for sure. That's important because you don't see that everywhere. Um, Captain D's. So yeah. it's deep south, like Alabama. Yeah, they said. Oh, it's Alabama? Why do I think it was Florida? Mobile, Alabama, because it said that he worked in Florida. Oh, okay. Or he lived in Florida for a little while. So, props to you, business owner, because that is... Yeah. That's tough. But really that's nice. so good. Yeah. So, I am going to preface this next story um, with 
a sorry because I didn't read it. It's a blind read for both Jillian and I. Okay. So straight blind reaction for probably the next two stories. Um, it's called The Blow-Up Doll Murderer. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I'm not sure what's in the story, but we're about to find out. <laughs> okay. So it starts, a number of years ago, I was working as a volunteer with at-risk teens. One night, a group of teens and I helped move a bunch of furniture an older couple was donating to the thrift store that funded the program. In the mix of things, the teens found two male blow-up dolls, and the kids lovingly <laughs> named their new companions Randy and Carl. <laughs> male blow-up <laughs> dolls. <laughs> so they had, like... They had peepees. Peepees. They had doodles. Doodles! <laughs> They looked exactly like Wayne Newton. I don't know who Wayne Newton is, but... <laughs> Show us a picture of Wayne Newton. Well, we have to pull up a picture of Wayne Newton. Josh is doing it for us. Our editor-in-chief. Oh, my Stop God! Stop it, Wayne Newton. <laughs> oh, the eyebrows! What the hell? Look at his face! Okay, okay, I can see that okay. now. Okay, so that's that what the blow-up doll. Blow doll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to cap the night off... To cap off the night of furniture moving and blow-up doll shenanigans, we stopped at a local IHOP for dinner. My treat. Despite their pleas, I maintained that the kids could not bring the blow-up dolls into IHOP. <laughs> they don't go over this. They don't go over this kind of stuff in volunteer training. I just have a. I just have great instincts. <laughs> so disappointed as they were, we went into the IHOP. Randy and Carl less. It was about 9 p.m. So aside from the six of us. We almost had the place to ourselves. Halfway through our meal, a couple of the kids began to snicker, and I turned around to see that before we came in, one of them had propped Carl in the bushes outside of the dining room window, forehead pressed against the glass, staring us down. So there's a blow up standing dolls. outside the window. One of the kids just put it up against the window. Oh my God. He looked sad, left out, and left out of the fun. <laughs> He's like, just, just Wayne window. Newton in the window. <clears throat> Sadly, Carl disappeared into the darkness. We couldn't figure out what happened until we saw an older, disheveled man standing in the light of the parking lot lamp. <laughs> what a freak. <laughs> Go mega Hulk on poor Carl tearing his head off. What the heck? <laughs> Leaving his body deflating on the asphalt. Some homeless guy just like beat the shit out of the blow up doll. He thought it was real. <laughs> Oh my gosh a few of our guys were pissed i'll admit it wasn't cool until psycho blow psycho blow-up doll killer entered the restaurant some of our guys froze while others yeah you're staring at him like um, why did you just do that like what kind what's the he matter? was not hurting you no some of our guys froze while others hounded down their food so we could get the hell out of there when our waitress addressed this man, it became evident that he wasn't your average unhinged, unhinged patron. Wow, words are hard today. But rather was the manager of the IHOP. The murderer was the, the, murderer the, was the manager. <laughs> and he's like, get these oh blow-up dolls out of my restaurant. He resumed his shift with Carl's head rolled up in the back pocket of his ripped jeans. What? A keepsake for all to see. He didn't speak a word to us. Didn't look our way. Nothing. Total business as usual. Yo, I'm so glad we read that together at the okay. first because that. What? 
the manager. No, and he rolled it up and put it in his pocket. Like, he's gonna go home and wear it. Like he literally is one of those people that serial kills and wears their skin. Literally. <laughs> like I'm who gonna put this. Who was that? Ted. No. Not no, it's not Ted Bundy. Nope. Not Jeffrey Dahmer. Not. It was like it was. Oh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre guy wore his wore his yeah people that he this is not a ate. crime podcast but but if you like that like hit me up yeah not ed gein josh oh it was ed gein oh my god it was ew that's creepy sorry we're looking at pictures of ed gein right now because josh pulled it up on our who also wore masks made of human yeah skin. so yo so the the murder manager the manager murderer thinks he's ed gein thinks he's ed gein okay mr ed gein but ed he's weird, but he's also like why rolling up rolling shit? up a rubber like right <laughs> human and putting it in his pocket why not just leave it there under the street lamp where you rip like if you want to murder it murder it and leave it there like why bring it with you oh my goodness i thought that was that was a good one that is a good one all right should i read like the end of ghostbusters but streaked with blood or should I read Sweaty Flesh and God Knows What Else? Ooh, Sweaty Flesh and God Knows What Else. Okay, guys, this is another blind here for both of us because I just i am going by the title, so here we are. Sweaty Flesh and God Knows What Else. I was managing at a mid-level Western-themed steakhouse in the early 2000s that served decent food but had the most tacky atmosphere you could ever imagine. Mounted animal heads, lots of Spud, Spuds McKenzie posters, whoever that is, and neon beer lights were the highlights. So Bugaboo Creek. So like, yeah, literally Bugaboo <laughs> Creek. <laughs> um, we also boasted a large party room that could hold up to 50 people and be rented for special occasions. I think we rented it out maybe two times in the three years I worked there. This party room essentially became overflow storage for the restaurant. Or a place for servers to sneak cigarettes or and bowls of inside the marijuana. Yeah, that's kind of rude. Ooh. Ew, who smokes inside? Like cigarettes go outside. Yeah, smoke your bowl outside. And the occasional pants shenanigans spot for the staff. Ew, are they doing the? They're definitely doing the dirty. Oh my in that god, room <laughs> with the extra leftover tables and oh, and deer heads and stuff weird it had a wooden door with a window and blinds so it was a sure sign to any manager on duty that if the blinds were closed and the door was shut the shenanigans were happening stop <laughs> what is this place i don't know it's bugaboo creek it has to be bugaboo oh they're out of business they're now. out of business now be. so they can't they can't yell at us um most importantly this room did not have a lock on it if you guys could see Jill's face right now, it would be the best thing ever. Put a sock on the door handle. <laughs> Literally. Take your service shoe off. Take your vans off and put it on the door handle. Your non-slip your shoes. Take your As van off. <laughs> Singular, one van. As most restaurant managers do, I drank heavily during my shifts. What? What? <laughs> do you drink? No, I don't drink. At work. I would not drink. I would be a really bad manager. Yeah, no, there would not be any managing going on. It would be, like, bad. Anyways. Sleeping. When I closed the restaurant, I would simply stay there and drink alone. High five. Cool. <laughs> but when I was <laughs> the early one out, I would take off and head to the bars down the street to meet my friends. To get my apartment, to get to my apartment from the bars, I would have to drive back the, to the other direction, usually passing the restaurant on my way home. 
So that'd be like if we went to Milford right. and then and then came back past the came back. Yeah. Um, on this night, I had left around eight o'clock and left the other manager, a very nice guy in his mid thirties, to close the restaurant by himself. We closed at ten, and if you had had your shit together and the place was empty, you could be out of the door by ten fifteen. Mm-hmm. I left the bars around eleven and headed home. As I approached the restaurant on my way home, Josh, you're distracting me. Mm. I lost my spot. As I approached the restaurant on my way home, I saw that the bar lights were left on. Not a huge deal. It happens sometimes. But as I looked closer, I noticed a whole bunch of cars parked behind the restaurant. Where you'd think they would not be seen. I became very concerned that one of our managers was treating his friends to an open bar after hours, which is super douchey, but had happened several times during my time there. I felt I needed to check it out. I walked in the kitchen door and it was pretty silent, but I could hear muffled music coming from somewhere. I peeked around the kitchen and there was no sign of anyone, but it smelled as if food had been prepared recently. I made my way to the dining area and while there was no one there, there was a stand, a strand of tables pushed together and the remnants of some type of appetizer buffet. I stared directly at the door of the party room and actually thought for a second whether I wanted to open it or just turn around and hope I passed out and forgot the whole affair. (laughs) No such luck. The nice manager who was closing that night came out of the door wearing nothing but a party mask and a condom. (gasps) Completely naked! (laughs) But uh, his doodle was out. He had a condom on his doodle and no other clothes. No party mask. mask. He was having like a swinger it was a party. Masquerade. He literally is having a swinger party. Oh my gosh. Remarkably, he didn't see me and headed off to the bathroom, not wearing shoes, and that's fucking gross. <laughs> that's the gross part. That's the gross part. Even after what I was about to see, I opened the door to the party room just enough to peek in, and there it was about 30 people of all colors and sizes, male and female, just banging each other. <gasps> no! I'm so glad we picked this one. I'm dead. They had lined the floor with air mattresses and sheets, and there were chairs and tables for different positions, all of which were being fully utilized. I can't. It was sensory overload. The room smelled like a nightmare. (laughs) Just bloody sweaty flesh and god knows what else (laughs) at one point a woman who i soon realized was my manager's wife realized i was there at that exact moment the manager tapped me on the shoulder as a a rush came over the room i don't even think i don't think i even said anything it was beyond words my fellow manager begged and pleaded for me to tell to not tell the gm or throw it up to corporate and made all sorts of thin promises that a person makes when he is desperate not to get in trouble. I thought about it for a moment and figured that as long as he cleaned up the mess and made sure the inventory numbers weren't all fucked up, I could keep his little secret. He thanked me profusely, then went back to in the room and told his friends the good news, which was met with a cheer. <laughs> the next day, everything was spotless and there was no trace of what had happened. I looked on the daily sheet and it read district managers meeting 1130 to 3 p.m. party room. I don't even know what to say. I, I'm just picturing, I'm just picturing if I ever walked into that in like the back room. I would have had a stroke. I don't even know how I would have handled that. First of all, 
Second of all, when I read the title of the story, that was not what I was thinking at not all. Not at all. I thought like some kind of murder mystery was happening and we were going to be like investigators. No. Complete opposite. There was... No, and like... Okay, there are way more places to do that than a restaurant. Like, who, right. who even... Go to your house. Literally, do it at your house. I mean, I guess he didn't want people to know where he lived. 30 people, dude. And there's air mattresses all over air the Air mattresses rest. and tables. And they, like, ate all the apps first. Yeah. Like, they, like... Yeah. They, like, they were cleared cooking. the app yeah. table first. So we like, we gotta get ready. Yeah. <laughs> we need some fuel. No. Oh, my God. That, that was a good one. I don't know. He's... These, these episodes that are going to be That was wicked good. unhinged. Yeah. Like, that is... Who even thinks that's okay? That was chaos. That was Bugaboo Creek. All I'm thinking <laughs> is, like, to walk in to that. Right. I could never... I think I'd call 911. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm picturing the downstairs room. I know. That's what I picture Same. the whole time. The downstairs room at our restaurant. Or, like, the Waldorf at Bailey. <laughs> yeah. With the sliding doors, and you just open... No. No. Cam would literally fall over on the spot. In this case, I feel like I would have to go to church. I feel like I have to go to church. <laughs> that was good. Uh, that was that really was good. Good, good blind reaction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Jill. I'm gonna pass the mic to you. righty. Let me see what I have here. Also, I checked for write-ins and we didn't get any yet. I know. So, like, sad, sad panda guys. Write in. And tell us it doesn't have to be like restaurant customer ser- service stories. It could just be like any kind of customer service. If you work at a retail store, send it in. Did some lady turn into a giant Karen in the front of the store and ream you out, and you have a funny story? Send it to us. Tell us all your funny things, please. Do you want to read? If there wasn't, I haven't read it yet. Mm-hmm. If there wasn't enough animosity between back of house and front of house, yes, because there is. <laughs> It's not that long, but okay. So the title is If There Wasn't Enough, Already Enough Animosity Between Back of House and Front of House. This. I came back for my bar shift after a week-long vacation and a hard night finale. The head chef was there along with an abnormally quiet kitchen staff. I yelled, gentlemen, I'm back. Unfortunately, I feel like I got hit by a truck. (laughs) What? They all looked at me with daggers. I quickly get yanked aside by the server who who was told the head chef's son was hit by a vehicle and killed right after I started my vacation. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. It was the chef's first day back because he needed some norm- normalcy in his life. You, <gasps> I didn't know. I didn't mean any dis- disrespect, <laughs> but I could have crawled into a hole that day. That was a good while back, but I thought I would share my roughest front of house, back of house moment with y'all. Oh, feel free to top it. My God. Walks in the kitchen and says, I feel like I just get hit by a, a bus. And someone literally did. Somebody literally is deceased because he literally got hit by a car and is gone now. R.I.P. But still, imagine that. <laughs> so the top comment is, damn, that's a doozy. And then the next one is, this is not my story, but a girl I work with who is just so sweet, of course. This would happen to her. Tables wrapping up their food to go. They ask for a bag. We all know how plastic bags are when our hands are dry. She fumbles around with the bag for a minute, and she just gives up. She says to them, here, maybe you'll have better luck with this than I have, and hands them 
and hands the bag to the person closest to her. He had cerebral palsy. Oh, no. God, these people just have such bad luck. Like, keep your mouth shut. That makes me stress about talking to people at the restaurant. <laughs> Maybe you'll have better luck with this. Sorry, I can't use my hands. Oh, my, oh God. my God, that was a good one. That was pretty funny. This one said, "I used to work at a restaurant that honestly brought out the worst in people. Always slammed. No consistency. Management was treated like shit. That's why you're treated like shit." Well, they hired this chick that was nuts, always arguing with people and would practically stalk coworkers sometimes. Anyways, she was a server and servers have to expo sometimes. Well, busy Saturday night, she's on expo acting a fool. She starts going off in the kitchen. She yelled at our oldest line cook, rugged gay man in his 50s or 60s. He goes, you're fucking with the wrong faggot, you little bitch. Oh. And starts, and starts to move down the line. KM stopped him. KM. KM. Stop. Kitchen him. manager? Kitchen manager stopped him. But let me tell you, my jaw dropped. Best night ever. That is good. That was. You're fucking with the wrong faggy oh, little yes. bitch. You tell him. All right. So that was a blind react. Sorry, it wasn't super long. That was good, though. That, that was. Wow. <laughs> Here, you'll have better luck but with this But also, bag. like, I feel like a hot schedule's message gets sent out being like, hey, don't say anything about anyone getting hit by a car because yeah, the chef's literally, literally got killed like, by a car. send out a group how message. How do you not, how do you, like, I mean, our restaurant, I feel or like you, you... Well, you could be, like, some of our servers who don't read their, most of yeah, our servers you're right. who don't read their messages. But I feel like at that point, like, you should know that yeah. your chef's son yeah. just got killed. Literally. And no matter what he got killed for, you should... Right. No. <laughs> there should be some kind of knowledge of that in in the business especially if you guys are like working together what yeah that seems right, crazy this was to me 10, minutes, 10 years ago this story 10 years ago okay 10 so 10 years ago on reddit 2012 2012 when i graduated whole high school. different time yo i graduated in 2008 get out of here <laughs> um i haven't read it yet so i think we're doing all blind stories. i love this for us this is so um, fun it's a comment on the ask reddit subreddit okay so the ask Reddit thing was bartenders of Reddit. What's the best or worst conversation you've overheard or situation you've been in behind the bar? And this was their response. Oh gosh. <laughs> they said bouncer for five years and got some time behind the bar when it was slow. I could make it a couple hours early for my shift doing the levels and dumping the cooler into the front fridges. I hear two women at the bar casually talking. Of course, just being there. I quietly listen. Female A. So he was pretty good in bed. We we even had a joint afterwards and cuddled. It was awesome. I just feel so bad I didn't tell him. I mean, he seemed okay with it and said he would just call me. Female B. Well, that's kind of a bitch move, you think? <laughs> Don't you think? I mean, I have told guys when I'm on my period before. <laughs> oh, my God. What? Yo, you just got a full send. <laughs> well, just... before anything got too far, I hope he calls. But you should have, you should just be happy he didn't kill you. Oh, fair. Female A said, well, it looked like he had murdered someone when we turned the lights on. <gasps> it was everywhere. I didn't think I was having a heavy day at all. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. You should have seen the handprints on the wall. 
Oh. One was on this poster he had up for Clockwork Orange. Oh. Dot, 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 dot. At this point, I'm doing my best not to die laughing or toss my cookies. So this is like the bartender here over here. Yeah, story. like the stuff we yeah. hear on our bar. And he says, toss my cookies on my clean bar. Back to the cooler to get a couple more cases. And upon my return, female A is on the phone and female B orders another round. When I put the drinks down, female A pulls the phone from her ear. And then it says, female A, hey, is your name Bouncer Dave? Me. Well, just Dave. Yes. What can I do for you? Female A, I'm on the phone with your roommate. Glenn says hello. <gasps> His roommate? <laughs> Glenn says hello. And to get back to work, you slacker. Ha 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 ha. Me. Dot 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 dot. Think for a minute. Take a quick look of horror and remember, Glenn just bought a clockwork orange poster. He hung it just above the headboard of his bed. Oh my god. With the world's worst poker face, I tried to muscle out a laugh. When the look of terror crosses her face, her eyes scream, he knows. <laughs> and female B burst into laughter. She didn't finish her drink, left to go tip, and they both left pretty much right after. <laughs> that was so good. Oh, you're, what are the odds of that? No, you're telling a story about a guy you just hooked up with when you had your period. Right. You left a murder scene on his bed. And the bouncer is the roommate. <laughs> And he's like, he was, I just pictured the Zach Galifianakis meme where he has all the numbers flying around his head when he was putting two and two together. He's like, that's my roommate. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. That was good. That's so bad. <laughs> I wouldn't cut any of them off. No, no. <laughs> I would not cut a single one of those people off. I think drink as much as you can. Yes. Full send. You guys deserve it especially bouncer dave <laughs> he's just like are you bouncer dave how'd she know who he was i don't know she well i'm assuming that she was like yeah i'm at blah 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 bar and oh. he's like yo my friend works there oh, oh bouncer dave's there yeah. yeah yeah that's definitely what happened oh my god all right this one's called out of date out of mind and i it's not really like a funny story it's just kind of like things we deal with very con like con like constantly all the time so, I'm working in the bar when two younger men, younger looking men come up. Customer one is visibly older than customer two. Okay. So customer one says, I'll have blank for whatever for a drink. And customer two says, same here. And the bartender says, me, or me, me is me. Mm -hmm. ID, please. They procure their driver's licenses without a fuss, <clears throat> laying them on the counter for me. Driver... Customer one's ID is valid and shows him to be of age. However, customer two's is expired. Me to customer two says, I'm sorry, this is expired. I can't serve you. Customer two goes, oh, come on. It doesn't change how old I am. I say, it doesn't matter. Your ID has to be up to date and valid. Mm -hmm. You can order something non-alcoholic or you can. I trail off as I look in at his license again. And then I look at customer one's license again. And realize the name and date of birth are identical on both. Oh, shit. What? It's expired. So you have to assume he's eight years younger than he says? Question mark. Like, you have to assume he's way younger than he right. says. Right. So. Okay, go ahead. I'll and ask. then bartender says, not necessarily Mr. Full name on ID. Mm -hmm. It's a customer too. Or is 
that you to customer one he knew okay yeah. the two realized their trick was up seized their licenses and fled the bar i'd often wondered myself why an id had to be up to date to be considered valid but now i know why the two looked similar enough that the out-of-date license genuinely looked like customer two but was actually customer one they were both customers. Right. So here's my question for you in like on this topic. If you had a man come in to our bar mm-hmm. and sit down and he was like like older, visibly older, like beard, gray, like brown hair, but kind of gray, like looked like Josh and he didn't have his ID. What would you do? But it's you tough. know he's over 21. So you serve them. I mean, anyone under it says because I would so like the legal the legality it's like of it right or something like that. Anyone under thirty, you ID. Okay, yeah. So if the ABCC came in, which I don't know where that I mean worldwide, I don't know what they call yeah. that, but the ABCC is the alcohol commissioner. Yeah. If they came in and, and looked at our bar and said, "I need to see all your IDs," it actually happened to a bar right in Lunenburg. Yeah. Not too long recently, ago. they said, "I need to see everyone's IDs, no matter if you're fifty. Yeah. You to drink in the United States, you have to have your ID on you." Okay. Because Even if you're 100 years old, like they will not. Gelat- or, so what if they? What if they walked in and they had I? If like so for me personally, if somebody walked in, he was like older, like gray hair, whatever. Like I know he's he's like easily 50. His ID's expired. Mm-hmm. I'm still gonna serve him because I know he's over 21. Right. Which there is a gray area because it's hard. But I so could get in trouble for that. You could. Which if is the ABCC crazy. If came in and they were yeah. like, I want to see everyone's IDs and that person didn't have an ID. Or if he had an ID, an expired ID, right. you're in trouble, which is not is crazy. But that whole thing with the expired ID, I didn't even know that was a thing, honestly. I didn't know. Like, well, because I, if I want a fake ID, I could take my brother or my, sorry, my sister's yeah, expired I feel like ID I was so, I was so that has naive the same birthday. Yeah. Yes. So naive. Like, because you guys are family, you look alike. You know everything about them, so you could rattle off all the stuff Addresses, on the ID. Yeah, height, birthday, weight, everything. Birthday, yeah, that's like that's this story has. That's why when you like given if, me if a Jill you, fact. Yeah, if you pick up an ID and it says duplicate, mm-hmm. you search that ID. Like you look at that ID and you're like, because it means that there's another valid ID out there, right? Which some people just have duplicates because they lost their right. ID they or lost whatever. their first one, yeah. But typically, a duplicate means that somebody else has someone's the other one, yeah. yeah. Which typically the person who's 21 is going to have the duplicate and they're going to give the non-duplicate right. ID to and the then, person under yeah. because otherwise you're going to get caught every single time yeah. you go anywhere. But That was a great story. That was like <laughs> made my brain work. I like that. Let me see. How many did I just do? Um, I think that was, I don't know, because we were doing comments and stuff like that. Do one more. Okay. All right. I haven't read this one. Ooh. But it's tales from your server. I'm literally living from for the blind reacts one. I know, it's fun. It is. Um so it says reading the post about jerk customers who come in shortly. Oh sorry, it's called Storytime Customer Who Came In Right Before Closing. Oh, I love that. Not. It says reading the post about jerk customers who come in shortly before closing, stay forever after closing, remind me of an encounter I had with one of these. I have no idea what that word is. Trove, trog. Oh, you have this one saved? Oh, troglodyte. Josh was doing his own research. This was over <laughs> 20 years ago, but some things just get burned into your brain. It's a Tuesday night at a crap on the wall corporate restaurant I managed. 
where we're on the edge of an upper middle class neighborhood. So it's a school night, slowest night of the week and labor costs for the day suck. I've been answering all calls, telling people our last seating for dinner is at 930. Nobody has walked in for over an hour, ready to be gone at 1005. Mm -hmm. Then he walks in. Oh, God. A large, unkempt, middle-aged man. Unkempt? I'm picking Roger. I'm picturing Roger right now. They mean unkept. I think they mean unkept. Yeah. Middle-aged man, the type who's uncombed hair mountain man beard and brown socks with sandals roger look screams i live with my mom and have never had a girlfriend so i don't care about hygiene or social skills (laughs) and and my friends he has a crisp rubber banded copy of the day's newspaper tucked under his arm oh not only is he a straggler he's also a camper so like a hippie I greet him. He grunts, one. And I tell him apologetically that we close at 10. He looks at the clock on, and it's not 10 yet. So I had to explain to the cred that we would not be able to ensure an enjoyable dining experience for him within the remaining eight minutes before the staff left for the night. Oh, that was a good way to word it. I can still picture his befuddled expression. <laughs> he never came back. <laughs> so either mom made him a sandwich or he found a Denny's. Oh, mom made him a sandwich. <laughs> or he found a Denny's or an IHOP. So most upvoted comment was, this is a classic example of why, instead of a single closing time, restaurants need to post last seating, last order, or get the F out times. <laughs> GTFO. Do you see those memes on Facebook that are like, we're having a party and it says, please leave by nine. <laughs> we need that on the door. And then please someone leave. says, yep. Kitchen clothes and last seating are brilliant resolutions to the issue, which is yeah, so true. It is. Like, it is. It, like I had some people at the Alma the other day that came in and it was like 35 minutes past closing. Like, yeah. It was, it was a long time. We were cleaning. But I was cleaning and the manager was like, yeah, I mean, we're kit- our kitchen's closed, but like she probably can get you a drink. Let me just check with her to make sure right. it's Okay. And I was like, yeah, I just let them sit down. I got them each a beer, mm-hmm. which is, I think, really generous. After, oh, absolutely. After and then all of a sudden they go, you can't just, like, get me some food. No. I was like, no, absolutely not. Like, the kitchen is closed. The ki- they closed. left. No, like, the kitchen's, like, been closed for not not just, like, five minutes. Like, the kitchen's been closed for 35 yeah, minutes. Yeah, they're done. And I said, um, no, I'm so sorry. Like, the kitchen's closed. Like, they've been closed for, and I said the exact time. And they were like. So you're telling me you don't, like, know anyone? Like, no one in there can make a sandwich? And I was like, no, sir. Like, the equipment's off. <laughs> and that is the last time I ever do a favor for someone. Yeah. Because not only did they take – I give them advantage. They took a mile. Yes. But also, like, they sat there forever. Like, I couldn't oh. even get them out of there. They, so they, they were, like, no, needed, like, a nipple for their beer. Like They had no, like – They didn't awful. understand how – we close. Yeah. I swear people that come into restaurants that don't have never worked in a restaurant think that we live there. Oh, they really do. Like you said last week, yeah. they, we just, they just put us in the walk-in. So like, and leave us there. Stay fresh. Yeah. No. No. Sometimes if they come in at like 
like on a Wednesday, we close at eight. If they come in at like eight oh five or whatever, and I'm still cleaning, like there's still stragglers sitting at the bar, like the regulars or whatever. I'll I'll be like, yep, I can get you one beer while I close up, but like the kitchen's closed, I can't I can't get you mm-hmm. anything else. And like I'll get them the beer in their truck immediately, and then that's that. But I cannot believe that they were like, you just can't give me something. Yeah, they're like, what do you want a fuck? They're a like, potato you, chip. They're like, you don't know anyone. No, I know everyone. I, I know people. I know everyone that works in the kitchen. Yeah, they're not yeah. here anymore. No, they've gone. They're home in bed right now. Thank you. And then um, we also had like a group of two that sat probably like 40 minutes before closing. I think you were there that night. And they were like, there's going to be three of us. So when I sat there, there was only two. Mm-hmm. And then it was 30 minutes past closing. There was still only two. And poor Shay, it was like her first yep, I was there. Herself, I was there. And she goes... They want another round. It was 30 minutes past closing. And I go, you can get them another round. Like, I'm, st- I don't, I think, yeah. were you bartending? I don't remember who's bartending. I think I was but. bartending, yeah. I was like, you can probably get them another round, but let them know we closed 30 minutes ago. Yeah, so we can't get them anything else. And they were like, oh, our friend's coming. And, and she was like, Jill, I don't know what to say. Like, what do I go tell them? And I was oh. like, I'll go up to them. So <clears> I went <throat> over to them. I was like, hey, I'm, we're so fine getting you guys another round of beers. Like, let us know if you want one. They had full beers, mm. by the way. Like, full. Oh, cute. Beers. Cute. And, I was like, if you want something, if you want another beer, it's fine. Like, we'll get you one. But um, they were, like, but I was like, but I cannot serve a beer to someone who's not here. Like, I can't get you a beer for someone who's not here. No. And they were like, what do you mean? And I was like, I, I don't don't know if they're of age. Like, I can't just serve you a beer that is right. for someone who's not here. And then I went on to tell them that, like, we closed 30 minutes ago. <laughs> we literally, the kitchen's not here and anymore. they were like, so what do you want us to do? Not have our friend come here? And I was like. No. Probably not a good idea to have your friend come here. No, we're, we're leaving. Like I'm, I'm walking out that door after I talk to you. <laughs> I'm leaving. And they're like, they look at each other like dumbfounded. They're like, so what do we do? And Caitlin goes over and she goes, she's like, there's like X Y Z. She names like all these bars that are yeah, Milford. Like, yeah, I remember this yeah. conversation. Yep. Which was really kind because I feel like I was just like, no, we're closed. Also, on a topic of like crazy people in the restaurant industry, we had a walk-in 35 top at 10, 10, 15 minutes before we closed last night, Jillian. Not one of those 35 people thought it was a good idea to to call. 35 humans. Not one of them said, hey, maybe we should call and see if they can accommodate us. Our capacity is 60 people. That's so 30 people. If somebody walked in last night and we sat those 35 people, we would have been in trouble because it was already at least 30 people in the restaurant. I was like, is this real life right now? (laughs) So, yeah, that was a great, a great time. We had a great time. It was fun. It was funny. Yeah. When Tessa called me and she was like, did I do the wrong thing? And I'm like, no, not necessarily. Like, you're fine. Yeah. But holy cow. And they probably all wanted separate checks because, yeah, they fully wanted separate checks. I had to walk in 21 top to start the day, so that was cool. It was all bikers, and somehow they got a sheet cake in their friggin' motorcycle bags. Bikers out there, a please tell me how they- sheet cake? Full sheet cake, Jill, candles and all. Was the girl just carrying on her lap, maybe? I don't know. Because if you dip that, if you jump that on its side to put in the bag, it's dumped it's, over. It's done. The cake's done, but it was like a pristine birthday cake. So, yeah, that was something. I'll tell you that right now. All right. Well, <laughs> that was episode our two. Our listener write-ins are still open. I know, They're guys. They're going please. to be open. We want to hear your stories. Please 
They're on Hey It's Steph. Yep. They're on Jill Facts, and it's also on the Alamo page for TikTok. Um, maybe we should just post the, the podcast email as well mm. and see if we can get listener tales on there. Guys, send us your tales. We are so, I'm like so ready to read somebody's story. Mm-hmm. It's going to be so much fun, and I feel like you guys are going to have the craziest stuff. Um, but this was episode two, and we appreciate you guys so, so much for listening and downloading. Where do they find you? You guys can find me on TikTok at HeyIt'sStuff1. And you can find me at, at JillFax. Or you can find us at the Alamo at AlamoNH on TikTok as well. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much for listening. And um, submit some write-ins for next week. Yeah. Every Wednesday. Keep it weird, guys. <laughs> Keep it weird. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yep. Thank you.